Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation. Good or bad or mediocre will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. The most commonly injured body part by fireworks, the finger or hand. Absolutely. Followed by the head, face, or ear. Head, 
face or ear? Ow, my ear! Then the eye. Oi. Lose an eye. Leg. Trunk. My trunk! Ouch! Right in the trunk! (laughs) (laughs) And finally, your arm at only 5%. 30 years ago in the United States, a typical firework display lasted an hour. I, I think that's too long. I don't remember as a kid going to fireworks displays that long, but that sounds too long to me. Modern shows rarely last more than 20 minutes. That's about right. There, there, there's no fireworks display is going to keep my kid's attention for an hour. An hour's a long time. You just time. have to keep upping the ante. You know, there's a hill by my house. I think I may, uh, I may go up it this year and just look at the various displays all around us. Yeah, yeah, I've done that before. Um, climbed up on the barn and I could see like 11 different fireworks displays. You climbed up on your barn? Yeah, up on the roof. Fantastic. And off in the distance, tiny towns I could see. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. It was. Against the horizon there. Um, it's also beautiful to be close up and they look giant and enormous and uh, and loud and the rest of it, but from a distance is beautiful. San Diegans may remember the big baby boom of 2012 in which all the fireworks went off at once right thousands of spectators expected a 20 minute show were treated to a 30 second ground ex- grand explosion instead one of the coolest, ah! one of the coolest internet videos i've ever seen yeah that's <laughs> awesome that one. the longest fireworks display the biggest fireworks display ever happened in norway um just here couple, we go then just a couple of years ago Over half a million fireworks were lit. It lasted an hour and a half. How expensive was that? As a tribute to the Norwegian Constitution. You know, there's a big fireworks company that uh, fans of the Armstrong and Getty show and invited us or me or somebody out to see how it's prepared and that sort of thing. It was really interesting. And it also I found out how much it costs, and it's a lot. Those big municipal uh, fireworks displays are many thousands of dollars. But it brings people together. It's fun. It's exciting. I'm pro it. I'm for it. The risk of injury from fireworks is highest for the zero to four age group. What are you giving a a two-year-old fireworks for? It's the only way to learn. You do it for the gram. Shut down the Instagram with that. Followed Followed by children 10 to 14. For the Instagram. That reminds us of the story you did at the end of the show yesterday. The guy who was going to... Have his girlfriend shoot him to be a YouTube star? Shoot him in the chest, but there'd be an encyclopedia in front of him. And he used and the that most, would, that would take care of it. And he used the most powerful gun you can buy in America. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be a YouTube sensation. The Desert Eagle, which you can shoot. As one texter said, you could shoot an intruder in your neighbor's house <laughs> through your refrigerator. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I feel bad for the families. They're grieving, but... You know, the the shadow of Charles Darwin looms over that scene. The herd is stronger. Yes, it is. Yeah, is the thing. You know, so. Speaking of the Grimm and fireworks, you people posting pictures of fireworks from your phone and videos of fireworks from your phone, don't do it. It, it's, it, it all looks like crap. No one yeah, cares. Yeah, you can't, you can't get good video of fireworks. It just, I've tried, like, on your phone or whatever. It's just, it looks like nothing. It's like trying to get a rainstorm. You ever see the video of the guy who tried to shoot a bottle rocket out of his butt? That's good stuff. (laughs) Do not try this at home. I believe there have been many sequels made to that movie. Do not try this away from your home. (laughs) Do not try this. Only on a closed track. Here's what we need to do. Uh, Take a fond look back at the week that was. It's time for Cow Clips of the Week. (laughs) 
And it's good, too. It ain't like that last joint I had. I'm just waiting. Would you like to apologize? Uh, no. This bill is every bit as mean as the House bill. Hundreds of thousands of people will die if this bill passes. And I live in the same house I bought in 1958. For me, that's the happiest house in the world. And it's because it's got memories and people come back and all that sort of thing. There's no camera on, Jim. Maybe Jen. we should turn the cameras on, Jen. Sean. Why don't we Jen. turn the cameras on? Jen. Why don't we turn the cameras on? I'm sorry that you have to do it. Jen, go ahead. Why not turn the cameras on, Sean? Jen. They're Jen. in the room. The lights are on. My father wore a silly hat. This nice. Yeah. No. Uh... Yeah. No. No use whatsoever. In a crowd of 10,000 fellow bare-naked cyclists. I'm kind of just sheltered, and it's my way to like kind of just let out and be free and safe environment. The rare chance to go raw while rolling down the street in unseasonable summer heat. This is going to definitely be a little different with all of us sweating together. It's saying, you know, bodies are just, are just bodies, you know, and it's okay to be around and be comfortable in your skin. I hope God made that last gal pretty because that poor thing doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. That's just a shame. Did Rob Lowe see Bigfoot? We'll have that story for you coming up. Talking about Rob Lowe. You know what's the ultimate firework that I hope we don't ever see? Oh, boy. An ICBM coming from North Korea. Oh, boy. I'm reading the story that's in this month, The Atlantic, written by Mark Bowden, who wrote uh, Black Hawk Down. What's his other? He had another giant hit. But anyway. Oh. Moby uh, Dick. Uh, the one about Pablo Escobar, Catching Pablo. I read that great mm. book. Anyway, um, 30 minutes. That's how long it would take an ICBM with a nuke on it to go from uh, Puntang, North Korea <coughs> to Los Angeles. 30 minutes, that's all. Wow. And most experts agree that he will have that by the end of Trump's first term. Wow. Wow. Would we know it? In 30 minutes, certainly. Would we know that it was on the way? Certainly. I mean, that would be actual breaking news. If there are any cable news executives listening, see, that's breaking news. Story that happened eight hours ago or yesterday or last week is not breaking news. But you'd tune in and say, the North Koreans have fired a missile at the United States. The latest calculations say it will land somewhere between Seattle and San Antonio, Texas. Then 10 minutes later, they've said, we've narrowed it down. It appears to be between Seattle and Sacramento. And then did you, Holy did you, you crap. think, and they everybody would get in their cars and the roads would be jammed and you couldn't go anywhere and then it'd be dog eat dog and cat eat mouse. And people would be fighting <laughs> each other and panicking and making love in the streets. Well, and they'd have a little clock down in the corner and it's not, you know, however many minutes till the president does a press conference. It'd be however many minutes till the missile strikes america right we believe we have 18 minutes no we've got that technology that works about half the time in perfect conditions to shoot one of those down at a much slower speed when they know it's coming right so uh we would try to intercept it i'm certain but if we are unsuccessful obviously you're going to have a problem there um i was going to talk about the new uh, the gun law that got suspended by a judge in california big uh, second amendment victory there uh but uh, I, I would be in favor of Look, you just let us know when it's going over California, and every single gun over owner in California, unload up into the sky. Shoot everything you got. Maybe we hit it. You know, granted, 50,000 people would die when those bullets came down. 
but we would avoid the nuclear holocaust. I'm not sure that's the best plan. Well, it's a plan. What's your plan? You don't have a plan. (laughs) Kim Jong-un is on the attack, and you sit there chuckling. And then, so in that 30 minutes, that's when the president has the really difficult decision to make of whether to absorb it or to fire back. China. Tough, tough call. And we know that several presidents, uh, Jimmy Carter for one, uh, Richard Nixon for one, for two, uh, they, would, uh, they were on the absorbent plan. Yep. Take it, then unite the entire world in removing that regime forever, which would probably happen. You can see the logic of that. Yes. Seems kind of, well, it doesn't seem very manly. It doesn't seem like the way you normally react to taking, uh, getting punched. But the smart thing yes. to do if some crazy person punches you would be call the police, get a lawyer, and prosecute the person, have them thrown in jail, and, and uh, fine. Right, if indeed there are police available, meaning the international community. Right. Um, on the other hand, the other point of view that people are howling at their radios, and I have a great deal of sympathy for, is you make that act so enormously costly, 5,000 years from now, people are saying, the one thing you don't want to do is lob a bomb at the United States. Yeah. Wipe them off the map. That's what I'm saying. Which would include all of our soldiers, obviously. Our 30,000 soldiers over there. Oh, in uh, South Korea? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, well, now you're getting back into the Atlantic piece on what war with North Korea would look mm-hmm. like. And that would include just astonishing amounts of uh, artillery being rained down on a city of 20 million people and 35,000 of our soldiers. Yeah, millions, 15, millions of South Koreas, tens of thousands of U.S. citizens. Or you could just absorb it. And then what? Say to China, please do something about that regime. Please? Good question. I don't know. That'd be a tough call, though. I think I know how Trump would react. Tell old President Xi, we're nuking you if you don't take care of the mad dog in your backyard. China! You got 48 hours to do something or other. Be like George W. Bush telling Saddam, you got 48 hours to get out of your own country. We're coming for you. (laughs) <laughs> you can climb down any spidey hole you want. We'll find you. And then we're going to pop your head off. <laughs> Hiding a spidey hole once, shame on me. Hiding a spidey <laughs> hole and I don't find you, well, I'm going to pop your head off. Wow. wow. wow Says you, baby. The lighter side of uh, war with dictators. Careful. Donald Trump will call you low IQ, sweetheart. <laughs> Oh, these are crazy times, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But th- this is a, a problem. That, this isn't a problem you can deal with it or not deal with it, like health care or the Social Security. You know, for a while, you can put it off. You should deal with it. It's crisis. But no, this is a you have to deal with it. You have no choice. The, they believe North Korea will have the ability to hit L.A. in 30 minutes within Trump's first term. Here's my question. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we coexist, as the bumper sticker coexist, says. Coexist! Coexist! You never told us that story. Yeah, fi- there's a bitter legal fight over the coexist sign. I would like to hear that and the gun ruling. Excellent! Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Dib Rob Lowe see Bigfoot, that story to come. I'm making my bad smell face. It's radio. You can't uh, see it. 
Can we now, get hold about Rob Lowe? Yes, Arnold. Can we uh, get hold of Reply All, please, America? Can we get together on this Independence Day weekend? And I do prefer that term. But I'm not going to be a bitch about it. Where was I? Can we get together on Reply All? Somebody go talk to the new girl. Lovely gal. Very capable from all signs. Friendly and helpful. Takes my parking spot. Earnest. Yet a parking spot thief. Because <laughs> she gets her earlier. So I'm we thinking get... about showing up at work at 1.30 in the morning and sleeping in my car till 6. Just so I can get my parking spot. So once in a while... <laughs> Once in a while, they have an announcement at the radio ranch, and everybody has to reply all, hey, congratulations, that's great, we're proud of you, whatever. That's fine. That's kind of a community thing, I guess. It, it clogs up the inbox, but uh, whatever. Somebody just emailed, there are donuts in the break room. I'll be right back, guys. And Yeah, I saw it. Sean just walked in with one with chocolate chips on top. I'm guessing Oreos? I don't know. Go okay. get me one. <laughs> anyway. What do you want, like a maple bar or something? I'll go myself. Um, and if they're gone, that would be the best thing that happened to me all day. But anyway, so we get free do- donuts in the break room, everybody. That's not a and reply. And she replies all. Thank you. <sighs> Come on now. <sighs> I'll have to have a talk with that person. <laughs> <sighs> Do you know about inbox clutter? Are you familiar with this concept? <laughs> yeah. And as long as we're addressing this, if you're going to send along your whimsical forward of something clever or a girl with big boobs or something about the liberals or whatever it is, please delete the 75 lines of who's forwarded it to whom. Oh, yeah. Just delete them. Highlight it and hit So you don't the have to scroll, 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 scroll to get to the picture to or the whatever. Disappointing, ultimately disappointing <laughs> would be bit of humor. <laughs> All right then. How's the donut? Along. Real donut? Oh yeah, it's a good donut. Yeah, there you go. I still don't know if it's Oreos though. Eating a child's food in a child's shirt. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier today. All these people in t shirts, get a collar. <laughs> Be an adult. Get a collar. I got a collar. Take off your gymnasium shoes and put on something made of leather. I mean, the whole thing leather. Including the bottom. Gymnasium shoes. So a big Second Amendment thingamajiggy uh, happened in uh, California. God, stop with the pop-ups, LA Times. You're killing me. I'm a gun owner. How many guns you got? 30. No, uh, two. I'm soon to have a pellet gun for to do something I can't talk about on the air. I have a pellet gun. Uh, you don't. That's not something you have to register for. I have two two guns registered under my name and shotgun registered under my wife's name because we went to buy the shotgun and I hadn't updated my driver's license, so they wouldn't let me buy it. So it's actually technically my wife's shotgun. Oh, I see. Now I have a gun I bought a long time ago in a different state and, and brought in clandestinely, and Woo. so. Just if I ever come after you, it'll be with that one. Gotcha. Okay. So where was I? Ah, yes. A federal judge yesterday blocked the California law set to take effect tomorrow, Saturday, that would have barred gun owners from from possessing high-capacity ammunition magazines. Now, this article, because it's written by the AP, and then there's another version in the uh, LA Times because it's written by anti-gun journalists, of course, they cite uh, 30 to 100 bullet magazines, etc., that are... Nobody should ever own. Nobody needs. But I think, I think the number is actually ten. No, I could be wrong, but I think the law said anything with more than ten bullets. I'm pretty sure that was right because I w- I went to some uh, gun class several years back, and they were using twenties. Yeah, and uh, I 
think those might have been illegal at the time. Well, yeah, and you you have to. It, it used to be that you can't buy them or sell them, but they were grandfathered can, in exactly. Yeah, these people had them already, and we were using them. It was pretty handy just for you know if you're doing target shooting and that sort of stuff. To be able to have 120 right. magazine in instead of reloading. Well, and twice God as forbid, much. if you are a good guy, there are a number of things that people uh, get wrong because they think guns are like in the movies. Um, if you're a good guy, you're going to miss a lot, probably. People swing and miss with guns a lot. It's not easy to hit something that's moving. I have um, said this many times from taking gun classes. Somebody pulls a gun on you and you got any distance on them, run. If you run zigzagging, the chance that they're going to hit you is very low, unless they were in the military or something. And even then, it's not an easy shot. Very unlikely they're going to hit you. So anyway, to uh, freeze away from somebody with a gun and then just wait for whatever to happen happens is not a good idea. I would run. Run. Because they're not going to be able to hit you. So uh, putting aside the nightmare scenarios for a moment and back to the, the ruling, the judge ruled that the ban, which would bar anybody from possess, uh, possessing these high-capacity magazines, you'd have to turn them in. The judge ruled that the ban approved by the legislature last year takes away gun owners' Second Amendment rights and amounts to the government taking people's private property without compensation. Uh, if this injunction does not issue, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of otherwise law-abiding citizens will have an untenable choice, become an outlaw or dispossess oneself of lawfully re- acquired property. My- San Diego-based U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez wrote. You also got to live in the real, real world. R- around the real world. People around the real world. <laughs> I got to believe, because you only have these if you are a gun owner slash enthusiast. I don't know if I'm a gun enthusiast, but I, I have one, so I obviously believe in the right to have one and everything like that. If if I got a 20-round uh, magazine and they make it illegal and I'm supposed to turn it in, I ain't. And neither is neither are 95% of the other gun owners that have one. Well, I sure don't know anybody who has a 15-round magazine that came with their Smith & Wesson handgun, but if I did, I'd tell them, turn it in. Well, I don't have one. I only have revolvers. But if I... If I had one, I wouldn't turn it in. There's no way I would. And neither would almost anybody else. You're thinking, the chance of anybody ever catching me is almost zero. I'm going to let my gun sit in its safe, unused for the rest of my life, most likely. Please, Lord. Uh, yeah. Except for practice. But if I ever need it, it'll be there. Mm. Well, anyway. Don't you think? Don't you think practically nobody would turn them in? Um, I think it would be a very small percentage. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, but again, I don't know anybody who has one. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, that's what you need to know. So that's good. Huh. N- ain't nobody needs 100 rounds. I mean, unless it's just for the convenience of not having a couple of magazines at a range, but they're not that heavy. 100 rounds is a lot. I mean, are you going to get in a war with the next county or something? (laughs) You're going to get in a range war? Is Clint Eastwood riding into your town? What what do you need that for? But on the other hand, you know, I had a a conversation with a gent the other day, um, and I like this guy very much. He's a very smart guy, and he is a uh, thoroughly decent human being. But we were talking about, uh, it was pot laws, and he said, listen, the question, or legalizing pot, and he said, listen, the question, the only question you need to answer is, what good will it do us to have legalized pot? 
if it won't do us any good, then don't change the laws. And Interesting argument. Know, I didn't want to start the argument with them because it wasn't the right setting and all. But from my point of view, from the, the liberty-loving point of view, it's exactly yep. the opposite question. Right. Unless there is a compelling reason to take away somebody's liberty, you got to let them do it. Just because they're going to be stoned and stupid or whatever, that's not reason enough. You know, if if somebody wants to have sex with another consenting adult, I don't care whether you like it or not. You got to give me a seriously compelling reason to take that liberty away. And um, and you know, it's a, it's the, the alleged like fifteen round magazine. You don't have a compelling reason to suspend my constitutional right. Don't pretend like you do. And I know maniacs with guns hurt people, and I think it's awful. And I wish I was there to shoot them for you, because the only way for a bad guy with a gun to get stopped is a good guy with a gun to show up. Uh, this text, I'm the guy who took Jack to that shooting class. It was great. It was great. And if you are a gun owner and have never taken any of the many classes that exist out there, you really should try. You'll be way better. I've even got after to one, do that. I've already after, paid for it, and I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Even after one class, just the knowledge I have and everything. I wish I practiced as much as you should. Yeah. Because it, it's all about, it's all about like, it's like any sport or anything like that. Well, shooting a gun is a sport. Um, it's muscle memory. And if you don't practice a lot. Yeah. The one class I I took a guy said military guy and he said people do not rise to the occasion you fall back on your training. The idea that you're going to rise to the occasion in an emergency is a falsehood. That's mm-hmm. a great you, saying. You're going to do what your muscle memory tells you to do in uh in 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 if you practiced over and over and over again. Right. You're not going to all of a sudden have the ability to do what you want to do because it's an important situation, no. which makes perfectly good no, sense. No, it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. When you're terrified, you crumble. Well, coming... got, some days I crumble when I'm perfectly calm. Oh, yeah, so... absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips. Well, Donald Trump's tough talk about North Korea following tough tweets about Morning Joe. <laughs> and Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean bowing to charges of sexism. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Kenny. The mouse, to me, is totally diseased. The mouse carries the plague, as far as I'm concerned. I, any charm that Walt and his empire had have been lost to me. You know, nah. They pooped on Pixar. They got sexist pirate movies because pirates, of course, were paragons of enlightenment. I just, I won't have it. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It was in the beautiful Ozarks of Missouri where I have mountain biked, and it is gorgeous. That Rob Lowe saw what he calls a wood ape, also known as Sasquatch or Bigfoot, although he says locals in that area will roll their eyes if you say Sasquatch or Bigfoot, as they've been referring to it as the wood ape for generations. Listen, wood ape, you put that stuff in the wrong bin again, you're fired. Wood ape is a pretty good insult. I don't even know what it means. God, I was working with this wood ape. I mean, he couldn't <laughs> couldn't figure anything out. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. Well, Michael and I ran down and got the uh, free donuts uh, recently discussed on the Armstrong and Getty Show. And the beautiful thing about a donut is it's two, two, two snacks in one. Because you eat the donut, then you get to swallow some shame. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you don't fall for the that one was great, another one would be as good. Uh, I've avoided it so far. Because that is not the case. They sucker uh, you because they're so light and fluffy. Yeah, the yeah. second one makes you feel terrible. The donut is a temptress, a harlot <laughs> among foods. I told, I told Joe the only thing that will stop me from eating these donuts is if there's a really obese person that's leaning over them. <laughs> that works. Oh, no, uh, and it does, that does work, work sometimes. I've told friends, 
And the, they get donuts or whatever at work, and I'm like, focus on the larger people's mouths as they eat the donuts. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, want strategic patience oh, you with were... the North Korean... The calls kept coming. Oh, what is happening? I'm sorry. Oh, my that goodness. Was my oh, boy. That was a good Turn bit, Marshall. <laughs> Thank you oh, very boy. much. Things were going so well. I had I, I had the blockbuster no, punchline you know, you know ready to go, is? and you ruined it's it. It's my injured finger. My, my, the, Your hangnail? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> no, the fingernail that I injured while uh, working on uh, my uh, push-up trial. You know? Usually, at an ice cream shop yeah. or a donut shop, that does work, that there are a lot of larger people right. there. And I think, you know what? I'm not going to do it. But I have a donut shop I go to. I take the kids, and in a college town, and everybody's young and lithe and good-looking like yes. you are in college before, you know. Yes. And you're roaring metabolism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And it really will mislead you into thinking, oh, sure, everybody eats donuts all the time. It's, uh, I'll look like him. No, you won't. Uh, here's the news with Marshall Phillips. All right, South Korea's new president's now in the U.S. for the first time for a face-to-face meeting with President Trump. Opening up their presser this morning, Trump said... The two were negotiating a new free trade agreement and discussing options on North Korea. The era of strategic patience with the North Korean regime has failed. Many years, and it's failed. And frankly, that patience is over. As I said, uh, we were talking about this earlier. China. We are trying the carrot approach. I mean, the stick approach with China for the first time, right. having used carrots for years and gotten nowhere, and now you got the president talking uh, pretty tough there. It's just uh, it's funny because the South Korean president is up for the carrot, uh, delicious, yep. uh, yummy carrot approach. So China, <laughs> Korea, earlier, I don't, I don't know. How does this end? Let's place a wager, $5. I say no bombings from Korea in the next 10 years. They're not going to launch a missile at anybody. We're gonna so you're 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 gonna let them get an ICBM with a nuke on top of it and just let let it be sit there somewhere they could fire it off anytime they want. Well, hell yeah, and it'll make me five dollars. So no, I don't, this is such a conundrum. That's that's what I'm asking you. What? How is this gonna end? Because it's gonna end one way or the other. I think we strike them. Boy, it's gonna be ugly, but I think that's what's gonna happen. It's ugly, ugly doesn't begin to describe it. Horrible. Hmm. War, China. war is hell, sir. Earlier, President Trump was again blasting MSNBC's Morning Joe. One more time, if you please, Vincent Nicholas, official President Trump tweet reader. Watch low-rated Morning Joe for first time in long time. Fake news. He called me to stop a National Enquirer article. I said no. Bad show. Joe Scarborough, though, insisting this morning it was White House staffers calling him, claiming they could stop a National Enquirer article about his affair with his now fiancé, Mika Brzezinski. That is, if Joe would call Trump and apologize for what he and Mika had said about Trump on their show. The calls kept coming and kept coming, and they were like, call. You need to call. Please call. It's also odd that he he wanted a personal apology, not an on-air apology. He didn't want them to stop doing it on air. He wants a personal apology. What good does that do you? Probably, I'm thinking he probably wanted both. Yeah. On another matter, the president, uh, President Trump, is offering some advice to the GOP. You got congressional Republicans hoping to move the ball forward on a new health care bill. Senate Majority Leader McConnell wants to send the Senate Republicans home for the Fourth of July recess with a revised version of their previous bill. With the POTUS Twitter advice for them all, Vincent Nicholas: If Republican senators are unable to pass what they are working on now, they should immediately repeal and then replace at a later date. 
Yeah, that's the latest talk is two separate pieces of legislation. One is just yeah. just repeal it. So that gets that fulfills the promise you've made with so many people across the country at so many political rallies. I don't know what I don't know what happens then. I guess you gotta come up with a whole new plan, right? Yeah, you go home and you get yelled at by your constituents or a bunch of wood apes anyway. But, um, no, people, you know, it'll be chaos, uncertainty, misery in the streets. Bunch of donut-eating wood apes. <laughs> yo-ho, yo-ho, no pirate's wife for me. Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean ride is losing a scene where a bound and cheerful woman's on the auction block for pirates to buy as a wife. A banner that now says, auction, take a wench for a bride will be changed to auction, surrender your loot. And the woman on the auction block will herself become a pirate. What? Look, I I get the selling of flesh is a little, you know, unsavory for kids to roll past. Sex slavery in kids' movies? Well, or the ride at at Disneyland. But your new thing doesn't make any damn sense. (laughs) Did anybody step in and say that? Sex slavery is not a good children's ride. Not generally. Wow. Anyway, that's... Human trafficking. That is gone. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Of course, pirates in general, they were the ISIS of the seas. I was going to say, you know what Disney really needs to do is make the Pirates of the Caribbean thing much more realistic and have people, like, bleeding from wounds... (laughs) And, and, yeah. and people uh, grief-stricken because their loved ones were killed. A lot and, of scurvy. Scurvy, yeah, yeah I was just going to say. A lot of scurvy. A yeah. lot of rotten teeth yeah. and, and, and sodomy and the rest of it. I mean, now that's a ride. <laughs> that's a pirate's life. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you know, Disney, like I said, is uh, I've soured on Disney. What was charming and magical is now just kind of a big, ugly corporation. But it, they are the source of one of my favorite jokes of all time. The punchline of which is, I didn't say she was mentally ill. I said she was effing goofy. That is funny. That's a funny joke. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good joke. You can come up with a setup on your own. Yeah. Uh, the petering out before we take a little break, like a lot of you, for 4th of July. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So I never followed up on the, um, just got an interesting email. Maybe I'll talk about that, too. I never followed up on the, uh, had our seven-year-old have his first solo commerce exchange. The other oh, day. that's right. Yeah, you armed him with cash. Because a yeah. little camp he is going to, they went to a movie. And uh, so he, he went to the movie with money in his pocket to buy himself. He was going to buy some M&Ms. So he's going to have to ask for the M&Ms, <clears throat> find out how much it cost, get the change, etc. Right. He bought two things. When he was only supposed to buy one. Oh, boy. Right. So He's like the government. Although he told us about it, which is good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's always a tough one. I've, de- I've dealt with this many times in the world of parenting. You don't want them to like, come to the conclusion, I shouldn't tell the truth, because when they find out, then I'm right. in trouble. Right. You got to do it. Sometimes <laughs> it's painful. Hey, uh, you told me the truth, so here's the way I feel about it, et cetera, but I'm glad you told me the truth. You got to praise mm-hmm. them for that. It's like I've seen people. Their dog won't come to him. Won't come to him. Finally, the dog comes and they hit it or yell at it. <laughs> Thinking, hey, hey, right. Uh, so yeah, it's a tough one. But then uh, you know, at some point, you got a kid coming in saying, "Hey, I stabbed the neighbor in the eye." <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you the truth though, because you know, being up front, right? Not trying to hide. No secrets between us. I stabbed the neighbor. <laughs> oh boy. I just got a weird email 
I'm really on the lookout for uh, scams, right? Everybody has to be now in the modern world because everybody's just trying to de- get you to click on one thing. Right. And then they, they steal all your information. Right. But here's one. A sex offender has moved to your area from a legitimate looking county sheriff's office somewhere. But uh, do, do, does that happen? Do people get updates like that? I don't think so. I don't no. think so either. Sounds no. bogus to scam. me. Scam. Scam. Yeah. Scam alert. Scam alert. So there's a big legal fight over the coexist uh, sign logo. Coexist! Coexist! One of the surest earmarks of the utopian knothead, the use of the coexist bumper sticker. At the, at the very least, v- very naive. Uh, right. And that's with a s- very simple view of the world. Right. Right. Uh, I give the young a pass on that. Right. If you're over, I don't know, 30, and you have that, you just read a book. If you are merely suggesting... Wouldn't it be great if the faiths, the cultures, the countries of the world could get along? That would be wonderful. And you're right. Again, it's a bit of a, a childlike, um, you know, wish, but a, a good one and a sincere one. That's fine. I'm doing a late radio show. If you could call me afterward, friends and neighbors, I'd appreciate it. Sorry, my phone's going off. Um, <laughs> but if you think you're doing a even a, a micro bit of good by sporting your coexist bumper sticker, you're just dumb. True, you're not doing any good. No, and see, the problem <laughs> with the coexist is usually they use the uh, the Muslim crescent that, that looks like a C for the C. You see, the C wants to kill the O-E-X-I-S-N-T. <laughs> right. Some of them do, and, certainly not... Anywhere near all Muslims. In a horrific fashion. Right, right. They'll saw off your head for having a coexist bumper sticker. Now, if one of the elements that must coexist will saw your head off for having a coexist bumper sticker, it could be suggested that you're wasting your time and your valuable bumper space. But anyway, it was this the, the original one just had the, the Muslim crescent, the Star of David, and a cross. It was a winner of a contest way back in the day. Pretty clever. Yeah, and again, it's a fine sentiment, but now there's all sorts of variations, and they're cluttered up and wacky, and and have polluted uh, your progressive capitals of the world. Oh, there's a hot girl wearing one, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that will do away with that silly notion if it gets all tied up in legal whatever. Here's our guest announcer. With final thoughts so heavy, they'll give you a hernia. Here's Jack and Joe. <clears throat> Again with the hernia yeah, theme. It's hot. It's, a, it's a hot meme. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, uh, let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? I am heading out to go get Bunning and Fireworks. That will complete my preparations for the 4th of July. Bunting? Bunting. What are you going to do with the bunting? I'll put it up outside the house, you know, oh, around the door. Fantastic. Make it festive. What are you going to do with bunting? Move the runner over. Vincent, final thought. Band name of the day goes to Joseph Getty for the lazy homosexuals. Yes. Clickbait headline of the day goes to Joseph Getty for, do you have any idea what Daryl Hannah looks like now? <laughs> but bond of the day goes to Jack Armstrong for, I'm not going to use a turntable in my car. I could have had the triple crown and he ruined it. Hey, uh, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Because in all the aspects of my life, I want to be like Tim the Lawyer, Tim Sandifer when I grow up. I am going to be treating this 4th of July like Christmas because his motto is this is his Christmas, and I like that. So I'm going to maybe open up some presents, get a tree. I'm not exactly sure how to do this. The Tree of Liberty, which must be watered from time to time with the blood of patriots and and tyrants. I almost got through it. Michelangelo, (laughs) final thought. You must remember on the 4th of July that fireworks are only fun till somebody gets hurt. 
then they become friggin' hilarious. Oh, oh boy, that's cold stuff. Jack, final thought. I am going to see how many hot dogs I can eat comfortably in one sitting. Ten. And I will text. I, I really. Ten. I don't ten. think it's that ten. many, but I ten. will. Ten. I will tweet ten. out about. Ten. It. <laughs> I will tweet out about that once I do it. And then the hours following that. uh, See what sort of repercussions uh, await. My final thought is that this country was founded with a very specific notion. The role of the government is not to give you stuff. It's not to make you happy. The role of the government is to protect your liberty. When are the rich going to pay their fair share? All right. That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah, I'll have to do a little of that. With the, go to a parade with the kids. We'll certainly go to fireworks. we got to stop at a, by a fireworks stand today. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. get some whiz poppers. Uh, go to another biscuits. state. Yeah. Go to Missouri. Fly them to Missouri, Jack. <laughs> they get a little older. We'll be driving to Nevada or wherever we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> get oh, the yeah. good stuff. Awesome. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com for our contact info. If you see something we ought to be talking about, send it along. You bunch of wood apes. God (laughs) bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Mount Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.